Well, that happened to be very interesting. I guess one of our carts happened to malfunction. So we come back with an audible here in the fast lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and across the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Um, Part of the uniqueness of that, of course, is audibles being called all the time with Charity Waldron behind the scenes so that things can run smoothly above board for you when you enter one of the competitions or just show up to the Commonwealth Games main games weekend, including the opening ceremonies this coming Friday at Liberty University and Charity Waldron from Virginia Amateur Sports and the Commonwealth Games. Joining us now here in the Fast Lane, Charity, a pleasure to be speaking with you. Are you breathing relatively easily right now as we are in between weeks and gearing up for main games weekend? Well, I'm breathing. Um, (laughs) It depends on the moment as to how easily it is or not. Well, for you personally, when you look at this time of year, some sports registration has filled up, others not so much. As far as individual sports, where listeners of ours may be thinking, hmm, I've got a passion for this sport, I just like competing, and I want a chance to compete, Live, leave, excuse me if I get the words out correctly, share with us, if you don't mind, the sports where there's still a lot of interest and a lot of room for our listeners if they want to sign up for this upcoming weekend. Well, we are, we're getting pretty close to uh, most of our deadlines, but there is a cool new sport um, that we've added to our list this year, and it still has openings until I think the night before the competition and that's disc it. So it's it's a nice little um, small scale version of ultimate frisbee, if you will. So you can grab two or three or four friends and and make a team, and um, you know that one that one will be a whole lot of fun. Discuit is one that jumps out. Street hockey is one. Obviously, that's pending. It's kind of tentative in terms of the status for something like that. But we kind of lump a number of these into a similar category in terms of discuit. Ultimate Frisbee, you mentioned. Disc golf fits that particular description. Uh, Among the other sports that have been offered at the Commonwealth Games, of course, pickleball, paddleboarding, those are sports that have piqued interest more recently, I'd say in the last five to ten years. What have you noticed in terms of the interest and the growth of those sports transferring over into the volume of people that have registered for the Commonwealth Games? I, we definitely see it. And and interestingly enough, on Olympic years or um, the year prior to the Olympics, we see a lot of interest in um, you know track and field and swimming and, and sports like that just because they want to to hop into that Olympic feel, and, you know, that's what we are. So it is interesting because we were actually the first state games in the National Congress of State Games to offer pickleball many years ago. And so, you know, we have seen – we have seen a an increase in registrations with that as you know as it grows in popularity. Um, certainly, I would love to see the numbers higher, as I say for everything. Um, but you know, then we have basketball, whose numbers are off the charts this year. So we are we are growing every year, and it's all. Awesome. 
Charity Waldron from Virginia Amateur Sports with us here in the fast lane. We had a connection issue, so we'll give her a call back to get her on just a, in just a moment. Uh, but you mentioned, or she mentioned that and kind of delved into that. You know, it's fascinating because there are certain sports out there. Obviously, you think of baseball, basketball, soccer, sports of that nature, softball as well, that tennis, my sport, uh, one of mine, running as well, that are more established in terms of sports. But I, look, I'm fairly inclusive as opposed to exclusive. And what I mean by that is I'm all for more of these things popping up that can give somebody some kind of productive outlet and activity to really gain that type of outlet to express their passion and their talents and their gifts. And that's part of the overall mission of Virginia Amateur Sports and the production of the Commonwealth Games. As Charity Waldron is back with us here in the Fast Lane. Charity, uh, you know, we were touching a moment ago on just the fact that there are a lot of newer sports that have popped up and the level of interest that has risen in those particular sports. Uh, how much have you noticed that from different groups and organizations? Pickleball has become a big one. There are a lot of groups and organizations that have popped up with something like that. And there are other sports where uh, disc golf is one that comes to mind where it seems to be very much an individual sport. Uh, do, you, do you find it sport by sport or do you find that there there are sports organizations that, uh, in a good way, are pushing for the inclusion of sports and, therefore, the opportunity for competition in the Virginia Amateur Sports presentation of the Commonwealth Games. So, so I definitely think it's a little of both, right? You have um, club, you know, pickleball clubs and racquetball clubs and and stuff that you know want to be included. Um, Disket is a great example. Um, we weren't super familiar with it, and they reached out to us and asked to be included. And, you know, we worked with them to figure out venue and all of that, and they were in. So, it, you know, it's one of those things where when people are really interested and eager about their sport, um, you know, they reach out to us and we figure out a way to try to make it happen because, you know, we want the games truly to be something for everyone. It is something for everyone. Of course, the opening ceremonies and main games weekend are part of that. Um, bigger picture on main games weekend, volunteers. There's always a spot, it seems, for volunteers. Is that still the case that folks can go to CommonwealthGames.org and register to volunteer to help out, including this coming weekend? Absolutely. Always, 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 for sure. And in terms of the upcoming weekend and main games weekend, the opening ceremonies at Liberty University, give us your behind the scenes look at how that's evolved. And frankly, it seems in a good way. I've been there the last couple of years, but the positive fan reaction to the way you guys have been able to evolve that, of course, navigating the COVID-19 pandemic and what took place the last couple of years and now coming out of that, how that's all unfolded for you guys to continue making this a, a real great kickoff to the event in Main Games weekend, but also a celebration of sports here in, appropriately enough, the Commonwealth of Virginia. So, so one thing we focus on is being able to provide a safe environment that coaches and families can know, like, okay, I'm bringing my kids here. It's fenced in. It's safe. I don't have to worry about them getting, you know, wandering off. Or, and, and there's food and there's games. And it's an opportunity for, you know, the kids to, to get to know other athletes that in 24 hours they may be, may be 
facing on the court or the field or the track. But for a little while, they get to be buddies, and it it kind of helps build and foster that sportsmanship piece of things that is so important. And, you know, the coaches get to mix and mingle, but it also, you know, with the lighting of the cauldron, you know, we have the tailgate party piece, but we also have the formal, like, kickoff to the games by by lighting that cauldron when the torch walks in. So it's just a really fun environment, and it truly sets us apart from other tournaments and and games and such. Last one for you. How neat is it to be part of it? It's a smaller organization with you and Diane or Diane Williams and Dan Fouts and Amanda Mangum and your crew of of helpers at Virginia Amateur Sports, but that everyone seems to be joy to be out there for main games weekend and the opening ceremonies. And uh, obviously, you guys share that energy with many of us who come out and celebrate it. Yeah, it's it's really cool, um, especially. You know, when the athletes arrive and they're just so excited and seeing them get their medals and, you know, it's like, oh, man, like we we helped create this opportunity for so many athletes. And and last this past weekend, we hosted um, able baseball for the first time with our Special Olympics and adaptive athletes and just seeing their faces when they got their medals it it literally i was like wow i it's a privilege to get to do this truly I, I actually, I wouldn't say I lied. I thought of new questions to ask for Charity Waldron <laughs> of Virginia Amateur Sports. See, my brain is not smart enough to actually come up with false information. So it just, I'm slow to adapt to that. And it brings up the bigger question of adaptive sports, which is really cool. I heard your president, Dan Fouts, discussing it on the Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb earlier today. Your Morning Jam, check it out on SoundCloud and, of course, the Morning Jam. Facebook page for the link to that interview. But you brought that up, Dan Fouts touched on that earlier this morning on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Um, give that sports grouping, if you will, some some accolades and just share with us how, and I think this is great about what you guys do with the Commonwealth Games of providing opportunities for athletes of all different abilities, skill levels, and gifts, an outlet to showcase themselves, but particularly the growth of adaptive sports and how this weekend and continuing over the next handful of weekends, it's a chance for folks in our community to support those that are maximizing their, uh, their abilities through adaptive sports. Yeah. So it's um, Amanda came up with, you know, some partnerships and connections and, you know, we're just really excited to get behind it and to grow it. Um, This year we're offering five adaptive sports and we had adaptive rugby back in April through a partnership with the women's rugby team at UVA. Um, we will have adaptive soccer in the fall. Um, Able baseball was this past weekend, um, which was a partnership with the local Little League Challenger um, regions. And then we have track and field this coming weekend and fishing Thursday night. So we are just really excited. The athletes are so excited. And, you know, it's another layer for us to be able to say that, you know, the Commonwealth Games truly are for everyone. 
It's really cool. It's awesome. And you can learn more at CommonwealthGames.org. And if you take anything away from our chat with Charity today, look at the top of CommonwealthGames.org. Click on that volunteer tab at the top and find out how you can get involved. Charity, always great to catch up with you. Looking forward to celebrating with you guys in a couple of days as Main Games Weekend approaches and the opening ceremonies take place this Friday starting at 6 p.m. over at Liberty University. Thanks so much. Our pleasure. Charity Waldron with us here in the Fast Lane. And again, more info, CommonwealthGames.org. That does it for us on W226BG Timberlake, WVGMA on Lynchburg, WMA, Gretna, Danville, Southside, and all across the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. We're back tomorrow afternoon, 5 to 6, on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app here in the Fast Lane.